Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're in Acts chapter 22, starting at verse 1 today. Brothers and esteemed fathers, Paul said, listen to me as I offer my defense. When they heard him speaking in their own language, the silence was even greater. Then Paul said, I am a Jew born in Tarsus, a city in Cilicia, and was brought up and educated here in Jerusalem under Gamaliel. As a student, I was carefully trained in our Jewish laws and customs. I became very zealous to honor God in everything I did, just like all of you today. And I persecuted the followers of the way, hounding some to death, arresting both men and women and throwing them in prison. The high priest and the whole council of elders can testify that this is so. For I received letters from them to our Jewish brothers in Damascus, authorizing me to bring the followers of the way from there to Jerusalem in chains to be punished. As I was on the road, approaching Damascus about noon, a very bright light from heaven suddenly shone down around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? I asked. And the voice replied, I am Jesus the Nazarene, the one you are persecuting. The people with me saw the light but didn't understand the voice speaking to me. I asked, What should I do, Lord? And the Lord told me, Get up and go into Damascus, and there you will be told everything you are to do. I was blinded by the intense light and had to be led by the hand to Damascus by my companions. A man named Ananias lived there. He was a godly man, deeply devoted to the law, and well regarded by all the Jews of Damascus. He came and stood beside me and said, Brother Saul, regain your sight. And that very moment I could see him. Then he told me, The God of our ancestors has chosen you to know his will and to seek the righteous one and hear him speak. For you are to be his witness, telling everyone what you have seen and heard. What are you waiting for? Get up and be baptized. Have your sins washed away by calling on the name of the Lord. Paul begins this section of the book of Acts, as Luke records this, with the first of many, many testimonies. And Paul here is listened to even more so than what Luke records in the end of Acts chapter 21 as he begins to speak in Aramaic. You know how things are when you're in a large crowd, and uh, even when you listen to the background noise at a sporting event or a baseball game or something like that, you hear people murmuring and talking to each other, just the general white noise. They can be paying attention, but they can still be talking. And as they hear Paul speaking to them in Aramaic, a greater hush falls over the crowd in order to hear him speak even more intently. If there's any doubt here, Paul really caters his message to those that are listening to uh, what he has to say. He doesn't change the fundamental core elements of what he's saying. The message still rings true and it's consistent. And, and he keeps the audience in question in mind as he goes about uh, sharing this testimony. He does this same tactic in Acts chapter 17 when he caters his message to the Athenian council. He's doing it here. And we'll see as we continue on through the book of Acts that he'll do it a few more times. And we have to take some time here, I think, to really look at what his testimony entails. And it's a personal account of Acts chapter 9, what we read, oh boy, months ago, I suppose now. And it's here that I have to tell you to bear with me here, because Luke records, like I said, multiple times this same testimony. So it may become repetitive. And I ask you to bear with me, because when things become repetitive, we have a tendency to kind of zone out and not really pay attention to what's happening here. But Luke, faithfully recording what's taking place, 
shows every time that Paul gives his testimony. And you have to admit, and you'll notice here, that every time he does, it's consistent. Paul knows this story and he sticks to it. And really, who can tell him that he's wrong? And this is the powerful element that I think we see with testimonies, that they are your own retelling of what God has done in your life. And I think there's really two ways that we see testimonies being used, I think, effectively in the Christian church and in fellowship amongst other believers where we can encourage one another. And the first, I think, is the long-term testimony. And this is the testimony that deals how you came to saving faith in Jesus, right? This is the kind of testimony that Paul is sharing here to the group outside in Jerusalem. This is the how he came to faith in Jesus. The second kind of testimony that I think we can uh, participate and partake in that can encourage others is the testimony that is short-term. In other words, what has God been teaching you recently? What has he been challenging you with? What has he been showing you through your time in God's word, through devotions, through time in prayer, through fellowship with other believers? And uh, I think both, like I said, are really healthy to engage in as Christians in order to encourage one another to reflect upon what God has been doing. And the takeaway questions as we enter, like I said, this time where Paul shares his testimony, and I'd like you to consider your own long-term testimony in order to be able to reflect upon how you came to saving faith. And I think the best way to reflect on this is to actually tell someone how you came to saving faith in Jesus. Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistol. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.